0: I am Michael Foley, and welcome to No Two Gays About It.
1: And I'm Tom Burke. Nice to have you
0: join us today. Absolutely, and we are kind of the odd couple of the podcasts. Um, I'm sort of Eliza Doolittle, and over there we have uh, Henry Higgins. And try as he might, you know, I'm still going to be that sowzier from New Jersey, because you could take the boy out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the boy. So, anywho... On today's show, we are going to be talking about the Kinsey Scale and where you fall on it and how gay are you. And we also have our favorite part of the show, which is the savage side eye coming up and Tom gets all excited
1: when he hears that. Well, that's definitely one of my favorite parts of the show. It's where whatever's bugging us that week, whether it be a person, a thing or something that's happening, Michael and I throw a little shade their way with our savage side eye. Sometimes a lot. So,
0: um, what's going on with you? What's happening in your world?
1: Huh? Not too much. I had a little incident happen today. I went out for a bike ride this morning instead of hiking. I thought I'm gonna do a big bike ride. Well, I got—I don't know how many miles away from home—and got a flat tire. That was not fun. Um, and I was like, "Huh? What am I gonna do? Um, ride it back?" But didn't didn't. Does AAA?
0: <laughs> I mean, no, that may be a really stupid question, but I'm kind of serious. Would they come for a flat tire for a bike?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm a AAA member. I don't know if they would. Um, but that's one of the pluses of having a husband. Uh, you know? there you go. With a pickup truck. He's my AAA. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with you? So
0: a funny thing happened on the way to TikTok. Um, okay. I, I got what they call a strike against me What'd you for do? questionable content, oh, which Michael. <laughs> uh, in, I have to say in TikToks, I give them a little bit of credit because other formats just totally ban you for 30 days or whatever. But they gave me a warning. <clears throat> it was like a slap on the wrist because I called Clarence Thomas a hoe and apparently that's considered bullying but the ironic thing is you know i consider myself a hoe the difference between me and <laughs> clarence is i do it for free i look at it as community service and who doesn't want to service the community clarence on the other hand you know makes shit loads of money for his hodom. um but yeah so tiktok gave me a slap on the wrist and told me not to do it again otherwise i might be locked out so wow!
1: congratulations thank you i really do wear it as a badge of honor i know you do and please keep (laughs) out of my community when you're doing your community service please okay oh
0: and speaking of community service i have a little surprise for you um and i gave a little bit of a way at the top of the show but considering you're the list man
1: I um, definitely love a mi- list. A missed, I know you a do. List.
0: So I went out because of your level of embarrassment last week, telling your bathhouse story, and found a list of kinks and sort of how kinky are you. So I'm I'm gonna put you under the spotlight because okay. ironically, one of the kinks is interrogation. Um, and a see, sexual kink, yeah, it's called interrogation, oh. and you know you play police officer, criminal, you know, which okay. porns do all the time, um, you know, or okay, military officer, prisoner of war kind of scenario. So, oh. well, that's um, like what's that called? Role playing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. but they, 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 there's a specific term called for I called see. interrogation. Um, okay. i guess it, i guess it sounds more, butch, uh, whatever more mysterious. Floats more whatever floats your boat you know so considering your reaction i'm assuming that that's not a game you and scott play and i'm going to apologize it's to scott right now at the top of the show
1: scott is but my I,
0: husband yeah scott's yeah. your husband and i'm thinking he might enjoy this though as well so yeah everybody
1: um, enjoys you know making me Turn red and get very embarrassed, of course. It's a fun game. So are you ready to play? I'm ready. Let's go.
0: All right. So um, now I'm going to put this out front. I I have dabbled in a lot of arenas. Um, Most don't work for me because I just pretty much like to go, you know, full on... I, I don't need to escape somewhere else during the process. He's, he's squirming already. <laughs> just <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know awesome. what's coming out of your mouth, so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just talking about preferences, <laughs> okay, you know, in the All right. bedroom yeah. or out of the bedroom or outside or wherever. Okay. Um, so,
1: yes. How about spanking? No, I I don't get it. I don't I don't want to be hurt. Spanking hurts. I don't want to be hurt. And I don't want to make people hurt. So, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Although I did, I have tried it.
0: Not me being spanked, but somebody wanted me to spank them. And after the second time, and um, I did, I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with this. I feel there might be some stuff you should work out in therapy. Um, (laughs) Exactly. But that's just me. You know, some, some people enjoy different levels of pain um but not me i you know i have enough in my daily life as it is i don't need it in the bedroom um so yeah ready for number two sure Let's not that there's two. any numbers but we're just going to go randomly so i'm assuming then bondage isn't your your bag either
1: oh god no yeah, yeah no
0: I have, um, I've never trusted anybody enough for them to tie me
1: up. Yeah, I'm I'm such a control freak in everything I do in life that I just couldn't imagine, yeah. um, you know,
0: no. Well, how about the other way around? No. No, you wouldn't like tie Scott to a chair and then just go shopping? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hmm, uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Okay,
0: all right, um, so that gets bonding bondage out of the way. Okay. Do you know
1: what edging is? Okay. I know that, I know I've heard of it because people in conversation, you might even have been you, like throw that word out and I'm like, oh yeah, smile and nod, Tom, just smile and nod. Um, not exactly sure. Well, see, that's, and that's why I'm here and that's what
0: makes us the perfect odd couple. Okay. Um, so edging is a form of sexual play where you prolong release. Okay, and it could be for an hour, two hours, a couple of days, whatever. But during the course of that, you're engaging in, let's just say, foreplay. There's all you know, but you just put off, um, right. the actual release. Which I guess isn't it
1: tantric sex, which is the same basic premise. I think so. Isn't that um, isn't that what that is? I think so. But isn't that also like, hey, want to go have a snack and come back later? Um pretty much yeah right so or or like you know (laughs) when you fall asleep and you wake up the next morning and go like did we finish and then no and then we do (laughs) we do it then um okay so i guess it's you know fancy word for exactly so
0: now the next time it comes up and it definitely wasn't me because this is very unlike me as well because i don't really talk about sexual exploits Okay. Um, I believe it's between me and the other person or the other three persons or the other, however many, um, I just got an eye roll and a sigh, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And I leave it there. I leave, okay. I, you know, I, I'm not one of those gays who needs to talk about their sexual exploits, but so this is, this is equally fun and challenging. For okay, me, cool. Awesome. Just so you know. Great. So, um, this one is actually one of my favorite things to do and I'm curious if you've ever heard of it Um, it's called breath of life kiss or also breathing kiss do you know what that is
1: I have no clue what that would be.
0: well I feel like this is one you two could try and none of us need to know how it goes just as an FYI (laughs) but it's really cool and it's incredibly intimate so What you do when you're making out is you sink your breathing. Right. And that is as one exhales, the other inhales. And then vice versa. Then as that person exhales, the other person inhales. So you're sort of breathing to each other.
1: Um, I would think that that actually is just a natural thing that would happen between the two of us, perhaps. Perhaps it does, but this is sustained, like you would do it for 15 or
0: 20 seconds, because right. it, it, per, okay, when I've done this with people who have never experienced it before, they're always like, whoa, got a little head rush. And I said, well, it's nature's poppers. You never have to do poppers again, because you do get a little head rush because you're breathing in, you're not breathing, taking in fresh oxygen. You're, you know, it's carbon is it dioxide. It's not monoxide. Monoxide comes from
1: cars carbon dioxide and I'm going to just try it. I I just kind of feel like that's a thing that happens, you know? And instead of going like, "Oh, there, here comes some carbon dioxide. I'm like, did you have tuna fish for lunch? Uh, you know, that's <laughs> nasty.
0: No, it's a very different, it's okay. not, it's not the stuff that comes along in making regular making out. Cause the first well, time I did it, I was like, what the hell was that?
1: Yeah. But, uh, but it's, different michael when you we've been together for so long so it's not like we're not doing i just feel like so many things that we do are in sync and i'm just gonna i'm not gonna um consciously do it but i'm going to consciously see if that just happens okay fair and if it doesn't then i'll try yeah Uh, i will report back fair enough okay i like that answer Right. Um, now,
0: considering you do a, a number of the couples' um, dinner parties and brunches and stuff like that here in Palm Springs, and a lot of those couples are in open relationships, which is where I'm assuming you heard about the edging, um, do you know what DP stands for? D is in David, P is in Paul? DP, uh, Director of Photography. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because there is no Oscar for this. Okay. Oh, honey. <laughs>
1: well, there could be an Oscar if his name is Oscar. Um, oh, no. If he's
0: one of the participants.
1: I not only get the Oscar, I give the speech afterwards. Um, yes. Okay, so what's Probably the DP? Probably not
0: for this, because, you know, okay, you, you guys have a monogamous relationship. Okay, so, so what's a DP? It requires three people. Okay. And DP stands for double penetration. And that is all I'm going to say, because okay. it really needs no further explanation.
1: You are correct, sir. All right. Okay, so there you go.
0: Look at you learning all this stuff. Look at me, damn. Um, another one that you—I I know you're gonna—you're definitely not gonna partake in, but I'm just doing it to shock you. Good, and to, and to make me uncomfortable as well. Fantastic. Have you heard of CBT?
1: CBT. No, I have not.
0: So. This is another one that needs no further explanation. And we sort of covered this. It would be under the spanking kind of. um, uh, Yeah, it's just cock and ball torture.
1: Oh, why? I know. it hurts. It
0: hurts just thinking about it. So let's just stop there for a second. I just,
1: I get whatever floats your boat, whatever lifts your skirt up, whatever it is. Good for you. I just don't understand why do people want to be hurt? And we have spent our entire male lives like protecting our balls from (laughs) being kicked and being thrashed and, you know, playing sports. And yet that's a thing. Cock and ball torch. Yeah. um, Yeah. Again, I don't.
0: I don't understand it, but you know, okay, I guess yeah. again, you know, for a lot of people, not only in our community, but in oh, you know, yeah, the hetero right. community, pain is part of their pleasure. So, more power to you. I just right. don't hit me in my balls, please. Exactly. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't want to be hurt.
0: You know, when you watch like th- those. Yes. Yes. I, and I fail cannot Army. watch those. I feel it. Like right? I literally feel it when somebody gets a nut punch or just something. It hits, hits you just. Yeah. Uh.
1: Scott loves watching all of those videos where somebody, you know, they're on the skateboard and then they <laughs> slam down <laughs> oh on a God. handrail or something. And I I can't watch that. Oof. Oof.
0: I love watching them too, but no, I, I feel their pain. <laughs> Huh. I mean, I love watching people fall down and it brings me joy you and are... don't ever fall in my presence because I will be laughing hysterically, but on the bright side, I will also be helping you up because that's who I am. But for some reason it makes me laugh. Go figure. I don't get, yeah. even when I, if I fall, I'm hysterical laughing. I could be hurt because, you know, I went hiking here once and wound up with a concussion uh-huh. <laughs> and another time I sprain my wrist, um, because I tend to hike off trail and do stupid right. things that I shouldn't. But I I'll be lying on the ground laughing in my pain, going, Oh my god, I can't believe I did something that stupid. Okay. <laughs> and does it prevent me from doing it the next time? Of nope. course
1: not. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um how about puppy play? Okay, is this where they're like dressed up like dogs or they're walking yes. around on a leash.
0: Yes. One yes. one person is.
1: Yeah. I've seen pictures of that. Um, we talked about, I think last week we talked about the Folsom. Right. Treat fair, And I, I remember seeing a picture of some guy on a leash being led around and he actually had a tail inserted oh. into him. So I get it. Not going there, but I get it.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, me neither. Um yeah. yeah, nope. Um,
1: so just two more for you and then I'll let you off the hook. Oh no, this is fun. This is awesome. Have you heard of mummification? Mummification. Yeah, yeah. So is that just wrapping somebody up in sheets or bandages or something? Well
0: <laughs> you know, we we spoke in a previous show about weight issues. And now, you know, I will yes. always perceive myself as fat. So when I read <laughs> about this and saw what they used, my immediate thought was, Oh, I wonder if you lose weight because you <laughs> the most common use is saran wrap. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, did you like, wouldn't that be your thought? Will I lose weight? How, yeah. Is it like a seaweed wrap or something? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't do anything to me. Just wrap me in saran wrap and come back in a half an hour. I'm good see how much i sweat it off. stick me in a steam room or a sauna too. Um, yeah,
1: but then like one drink of water and it's all right back. Yeah.
0: It? Why you got to burst my bubble? Cuz i
1: don't want you I to know. hurt yourself doing something.
0: Yeah, i
1: would need an exacto knife or something
0: too in my hand while they're wrapping me cuz just you know, in case. If i want yeah. out, i want out. Yeah, no kidding. So, but that's why the safe word exists, right? hmm and if you're trusting somebody you're doing all this stuff with then you have to make sure you have a safe word
1: But can you really trust somebody?
0: Um, I do believe that there are again in both the heterosexual and the gay community um, Where it's almost a it's a contractual agreement where you you have to trust the person and if you say your safe word That's it game over and right. things stop so um i would hope that that's the situation that if you know you you go into a an agreement with somebody in that realm that that's part of the agreement if i say stop you stop right and you have a particular word for that you know like supercalifragilistic. i don't know but i i would think that that's Pretty much agreed on by both parties before you enter into it. I
1: think that would be like my biggest fear that, you know, you're meeting someone that you don't know, you're having sex with them, and then you're trusting this person that you don't know. Um, again, I, it's so far out of my world, my wheelhouse, but uh, I would be constantly like, I don't think I can enjoy whatever's happening um, because I would always wonder
0: yeah i there's no way I would again I don't, I don't I wouldn't trust a total stranger to abide by rules um, right absolutely but you know if you're in a a, a couple or a couple sure. or whatever and you know each other, I'm assuming most of this stuff because again I've dabbled in some of it, and some of it doesn't require a safe word, you know um like water sports. You know, it is what it is. You give it a go. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm assuming that you don't initially jump into something really heavy with a complete stranger because, you know, there are a lot of screwed up people out there who might take, especially these days, who might take advantage of that situation, you know, tie you up to the bed and rob your house. Right, exactly. So if you are, I hope you guys are, you know, playing safely and using some something that keeps you safe as well. Right. Um, And then we're going to go into the hanky code, which I think our generation is really familiar with, right? Um, Not so much used these days. But um, I was exploring some colors I wasn't familiar with. Um, Okay,
1: first of all, you just have to, just a real quick, thing here about the hanky code oh the hanky code code. yes you're right i I do go by it just because of our age Um, well but the thing is like i knew that that was something there i never knew what any color meant oh ever so So, forgive
0: me my assumptions so okay the hanky code is basically colored handkerchiefs that one wears in their pockets or you know ties around their belt loop on a particular side the left side being, lets people know that you're the dominant in a
1: situation, okay. and the right side means you're the submissive. Can I jump in here for a second? Absolutely. I remember when I was younger, 20s, uh, that it was the same kind of thing if you had one earring. Is that the same, like, that if you had an earring on one side, it meant something, and a yeah, back same in the thing?
0: Back in the day, there was a straight side and a gay side.
1: Oh, okay. See, I thought it was like the same thing, dominant and...
0: No, there was... Because, you know, straight guys had their ears pierced back then, too. And I... So I had my left ear pierced just because that was the side I wanted it on. Um, I don't know if I got the right ear or not. I never inquired. Okay. But I do remember going home and my my mother saw the earring and she looked at me in her judgmental, drunken way and went... What does that mean? And (laughs) my response was, it means I got my ear pierced. Period. End of conversation. Because I was already out at that point, so it was like, what the fuck do you mean, what does it mean? You know? right? Bikers have their ear pierced. It was Jersey, a lot of people had their ears pierced. Um, So anywho. But anyway okay so now that we got the sort of dynamic of the hanky code worked out okay so well then i'm going to go over some that you may not have you know the dark blue
1: i again i know nothing of these colors and okay it, so I'm, is look, this still being done today
0: <clears throat> um I, there's definitely like you know if i go out to one of the more seedy bars here in palm springs there are people who do have the hankies in their pockets and. For some strange reason, it always makes me smile, going, oh, look, they're carrying the torch. I love that. Um, but not so much. Okay. Um, armbands have become a thing, you know, um, leather armbands or some kind of armband or even tattoos. Um, and again, right, right side is submissive, left side is dominant. So I think that has become a more, seems to be the, the trend right now, armbands or tattoos. Okay. Um, but anyway, a dark blue like a navy, mm-hmm. is um, for fucking. So if you see somebody with a blue hanky
1: on their left side, there's going to be a quiz later, so I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> I'm going to be calling you every time I'm going somewhere. It's like, all right, I'm wearing this dark blue suit. Is it okay if I wear it? like I, I'm going to be In so your worried pocket. now.
0: Yes, that means nothing. Okay. So br- don't worry about your breast pocket.
1: Just check. Just, yeah,
0: so you're safe, you're safe there, at least okay. for, for now. That might change in the future, but I will let you know Thank if you. Sir. for some reason the trends go there. Okay. Um, so yeah, navy blue is for fucking. If you got it on your left, that means you are a top, right? You're a bottom. Easy peasy, right? And back in the day when this thing, you know, sort of caught fire, it was, you know, we were talking about this last week, our our roots are, you know, right. Manhattan, Greenwich Village and the Castro in um, San Francisco. It was an easy way for you know guys to be walking around town and cruising, and somebody would see something and go, "Oh,
1: their family," you know. Um, okay. Did did like one person come up with all this? The colors. Like who did it? I'm assuming it was a group effort. I I,
0: okay. <laughs> I, I honestly I, don't that would know. be like I so I, awesome. I actually,
1: you know, like, hey, what what did you accomplish in life? <laughs> I came up with navy blue for fucking like I came, oh cool. i came up with the hanky code i mean <laughs> yeah i'm assuming it started
0: somebody had the idea and then maybe you know the the, the bookstores and the paraphernalia stores that existed back then in the village and in the castros um probably communicated to the folks who were buying in the store okay this is what they mean because cool. i do remember going to a store in greenwich village and there was a whole wall of hankies and there was the whole list um how it got there, I'm not sure, but that's a okay. I'm going to be Googling that when we're done. Who started the hanky code? Awesome. Yeah. So now light blue means light just f- fucking. Nope, just oral. <laughs> just oral. Oh. Okay. What does what does the left mean? Passive. Now I told you to take passive. This. Right. No. No. Le- you know what's funny? Cuz at the <laughs> beginning I always thought it didn't make sense. And maybe because we're right-handed, you think right-handed no. dominant, but it's not. It's just the opposite. So left is dominant, right is passive.
1: It's, it's just like that, going you know, in and coming right back out. I'm not <laughs> I know I'm not I can see the see the glazed <laughs> yeah.
0: look in your eye. Um, mauve.
1: Which this I didn't know this existed. Sounds so Edging. No. Okay. I was just trying to be. (laughs) But you know what?
0: It was a good guess. I think. This was something I didn't know was a thing. Mm -hmm. It's for belly button fetishes. I wish you guys could see Tom's face right now. (laughs) Oh my God. That was freaking awesome. Yeah.
1: I did not know there were belly button fetishes. I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything, but I can't imagine what one does with a belly button. Don't want to even go there, but good for I you. I mean, guys. I could imagine it. I don't
0: see myself doing it or wanting it done, but. Wow. Okay. So i off. Belly button. Look okay. At that. Lavender. Nothing. just think of the color. Yeah. It, this this one made sense to me, uh, unlike but if, mauve.
1: But if mauve is down here, the same family as lavender, so maybe nipple play? Um, think fake breasts. Drag. Oh.
0: Yeah, it means that, you know, um. Well do you so need let's to have le- a hanky if you're in drag? Well, it would it would communicate because not all drag queens walk around in drag twenty four seven. So right. um you know i have a friend who does drag and drag shows and he he he's always worried about when he's not out in drag people finding out that's what he does and then all of a sudden they're going to run the other way so back in the day this was the way of saying to somebody i do drag and it's out of the way at the beginning okay so you know the left side would be the person who does drag and the right side would be somebody who's you know into loves, someone loves who does drag. drag absolutely oh, okay right Cool. I, li- I liked that one a lot sure i get that um yeah and then
1: coral coral uh sea something about the sea i don't know well the word shrimp
0: is involved they're actually called shrimpers and those that
1: those are the passive (laughs) side wait (laughs) i'm feeling my lunch coming back up here what the fuck (laughs) shrimpers yeah toes Okay,
0: great. So, left side, you you know like your toes sucked. Oh, okay. Right side, you like to suck toes, and those who like to suck toes are called shrimpers.
1: Fantastic.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. And on that note, yes. Um, so now that we sort of covered the fetishes and some of that stuff, I got to ask you, how gay are you? Like, so. Because you've said you've been with women.
1: Well, I dated women in you know high school and college. Um, I basically always knew that I was gay, but I th- felt that that was something that I had to do. So,
0: because um, we're going to discuss the Kinsey scale. Um, okay. And um, Alfred Kinsey was uh, he founded the Institute of Sexual Research back in 1947, and he did a lot of brown gray. Breaking research um, and actually introduced the world to the whole gray area of sexuality right which is pretty cool and what's really sad is that the you know still half of the world just thinks that there's two things yeah um, <clears throat> so the scale runs from a zero being completely heterosexual to a six so where would you say you fell in that I'm married to a man. Um, do you ever, do you ever, like, do you ever see a woman and go, oh, she's hot? I'd like the banger? Not, not I'd like to wear what she's wearing yeah. or her shoes, but. Uh, no, I do not. Yeah, me either. I think I'm a negative one, actually.
1: But I can, I can appreciate a woman's body. I can see like, oh, wow, those are some beautiful breasts or, but I don't want to do anything. with,
0: Right. So so oh, you're a zero. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm asking. That was yeah, no, no,
1: I, I guess so. I would imagine. So.
0: Okay. Cause I'm, I'm definitely, I'm below zero. I am as homo as one can possibly be because I knew it from a very early age and there's yeah. never been a desire. And I, hmm, I'm at not a zero. Sorry. I'm a six.
1: Oh, you're a six. then I'm a,
0: six. I'm a seven. I'm off the chart. Oh. <clears throat> yes. Ooh. Um, we just almost added ourselves as homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, there goes our audience, right? Okay. <laughs> so yes, we're sixes. Um, okay. and I'm going to do a shout out to Jessica for a second. Where do you fall? Jessica's our producer. Uh, I,
2: I'm on the absolute straightest. <laughs> yeah. No, that's probably not true. I know that I, I've always known that I was going to, um, end up with a man because i i just love penis so much but i've always wanted i wanted to be above the above the waist lesbian i want to kiss them and maybe like touch their boobies and that's about it so like i don't
0: think there's such a thing as an above the waist lesbian i think it's got to go all the way or none
2: well (laughs) i don't know i mean you can find there's a little eroticism in. yeah okay let's put it this way i've i've fallen in love with a couple of girls um and it was confusing because I thought they were, I thought I couldn't tell the difference between friendship love and then attraction love. And then by h- high school, I had, well, I definitely fell in love with a girl while also opining over dudes. So it was just a really confusing time. Um, but th- let's put it this way. I would, I I would say that if I was raised today, I'd probably be more bisexual than I am.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
2: But I'm very um. Happily heterosexual right now. I don't feel like I'm missing anything if that makes sense.
0: Yeah Well, then I would definitely say you're probably a zero to a one
2: closer. Yeah. 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 There's I, I sort of maybe spectrum, a point five, point five. Within the spectrum. I'm I'm, I'm also my own spectrum for yeah. sure
0: as, as most people are and you know, I think Adolescence is a confusing time for a lot of people because you still have all these hormones yeah. raising so sure. um, Yeah, but there was an interesting thing. Mr. Kinsey um, Discovered during this period um 37 percent of men and this was a he did research with eight thousand folks so it was it was a good cross-section especially for 1947 37 percent of men had admitted to having a same sex sexual experience that didn't mean they were gay but had right. a same which shocked the shit out of me because i thought women would have been higher in that field of exploration when they were in their teens. Um, But shockingly enough, it's only 13% of women back then that claim to have had the same. Well,
1: again, back then, I think there was, I mean, now we are so much freer. um, But I think a lot of straight guys, like you said, adolescence is like a wacky time and they just kind of, play around or trying to figure things out so i'm not su- really surprised at that
0: okay well then i will sit in my su- surprise and wonder alone well no you that's can
1: okay be surprised <laughs> i mean didn't you, i, I like, just always thought women like but I, I, in in I just, high school or you know at the clubs in the afternoon you know in the summer like guys were always like grabbing everybody their ass yeah. their dick they're always talking about each other's dicks it was just like oh oh you know that Whole period of adjustment of yeah. becoming who you are. Okay, like I, yeah, I could
0: totally see that now. Um, yeah, so then we're gonna jump up to the current time, and um, we're gonna talk about our generation, and um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how 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 ideas and about sexuality have changed, because um, the boomers, you know hung on to that heterosexual thing I think longer than we needed to um in our community cuz like you said you were with women because you felt you had to be right yeah right so there's that pressure so a lot of a lot of boomers came out much later in life oh
1: yeah I, I, we've talked about how many friends we have that were married to women and have had children yeah and then finally came out uh, so yeah I totally get that yeah,
0: um uh, that one didn't surprise me um right. where but here here's an interesting thing the Gen Zers. Yeah. Um and there's a, this, so this was a Gallup poll that actually did uh, interviews with 12,000 people. So it's even a bigger slice of life. Um, the Gen Zers which actually right now only they only interviewed people who were born from 97 to 2003. Because they wanted to talk to 18-year-olds and an Adults, yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're very fluid. 20.8% um, of them claim to be homosexual. Okay. Um, which is, it doubles our generation of boomers right. who are willing to say that. Which right. is, I think, so cool. Because they have permission now to be who they are.
1: Exactly. This Gen Z, we have all our hopes on these people. Yeah, that they're going to change the world for us. Yeah, it's such a, it really
0: is such a beautiful thing to see. And again, we talked about this last week um, because of Tennessee, how willing they are to fight. Right. Um, makes me really happy. Sure. And it should make our generation happy too, because again, you know, we a lot of us fought the good fight for a very long time and it's nice to see somebody finally pick up that torch and say fuck you to the masses this is who i am it's a beautiful
1: thing it is a beautiful thing
0: yeah so um thank you for indulging me on this little journey
1: thank Um, you for taking me on this sexual journey that i'm going to always now look at people's hankies hankies i guess I'll see a woman in the store with a handkerchief on and I'll be like, Oh my God, you're in, you're a shrimper.
0: <laughs> and she'll say, yes, I am.
1: Yes. And they're $5 per pound and aisle seven. <laughs> Thank you very much, ma'am. <laughs> so, yeah. And again, you know, I, uh,
0: for our generation, I think it's huge. Let This is one of those times that we can sort of, look to the younger generation, those Gen Zers who are living so freely. And there are still so many of us who live with the confines of the society that we were, we were raised in. And it's just, you know what? Let your freak flag wave. Don't be ashamed of anything you do. Embrace it. Do it wholeheartedly. Yeah but also
1: for for those of us of our age uh, our generation to look at this younger group who are being free to be whoever they are shrimpers or gay or bi or fluid or whatever and not to look at them and think like they don't know how good they have it you know or be jealous of them that they get to be who they are no we need to be proud of the work that we did for those younger people to allow them to get to the place where they can be free who uh, as who they are and then and then they can change the world for us yeah. i think you know don't don't be a hater you know
0: and remember that they have different struggles than we did you know oh the gen God, zers I... don't know life without an active shooter drill in their school sure yeah you know so yeah, just to have compassion for each other, I think, is a huge thing. And, and we all have something to learn, regardless of our age, from other generations.
1: And Michael and I have a lot to learn from not only each other. Thank you again, Michael, for telling me all about these kinks. But uh, we need to learn from all of you out there as well. So we would love for you to get in contact with us. Let us know, where are you on this Kinsey scale? Uh, where are you in the world of kinks? Like, what color handkerchief are you wearing that I should not be wearing just in case? Um, so, Ria, yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Write to us at no2gaysaboutit, and that's the number two, no2gaysaboutit at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on TikTok, where Michael is in trouble today also on Facebook and also on Instagram you can find us at no two gays about it again that's the number two no two gays about it so reach out to us and let us hear all about you and your kinky world
0: yes and we have one more segment but Tom's favorite and that's our savage side eye
1: savage side eye yeah and I'm gonna
0: so f- I'm gonna field this one today all right mind. cool
1: so Michael who the heck is bugging you today. Who are you going to give that savage side-eye to?
0: It's actually going out to pundits and commentators on the left, believe it or not. Wow! Um, Just in mass, because it seems that one point or another during the course of the day, these words come out of one of their mouths and that is, well, how low can the Republican party go? When will the sane people take the Republican party back over? And I got to say, wake the fuck up. They're not sane. The party has been hijacked from the moment Reagan opened the door to the Christian fundamentalists and let them take over the party. I just want the left to realize that and start the battle today with what we have and stop fantasizing about this Republican party that used to be that you're taking your eye off of the ball, in my opinion, because they're not saying, we've learned that the hard way for a couple of decades now, you know, from the Clinton blowjob impeachment thing, that they actually spent that much time on that, and now you have a president who paid off a porn star and nobody's blinking an eye. So, The Republican Party is who they are. Please believe them. You know, Maya Angelou said this wonderful thing. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. So believe them. And stop saying that fucking stupid thing.
1: Okay, you heard it, all you commentators and news people on the left. You have now received Michael's cider. (laughs) So get it together. Yeah,
0: and I know they won't because what the hell. But, you know,
1: I can vent. Sure you can. Um, and I would love all of you to see Michael Vent and see my face blushed seventeen shades of violet and red and lavender and and mauve and mauve. Um, and you can do that by watching us on YouTube., uh, We have a bunch of videos are up there from all our different shows, but if you go to YouTube, you have got to like, and subscribe Please. and hit the notify button we need you so that you i don't know we need you to uh, <laughs> we need
0: you to keep us going is basically keep what us it comes going. down to so if you sure. if you're enjoying what you're hearing here you know just take the little arrow and hit the like or hit the subscribe and um it helps us so help us
1: Help you help us. us How else can people help us,
0: Michael? Um, They could actually scoot over to Patreon if they would like and um, become a family member, which allows them early access. And that's patreon.com forward slash no two gays about it, the number two. Um, And we have perks that we're going to be rolling out as um, subscribers and viewers go up. Um, But it would help us to keep this going. So anything you could do would be greatly
1: appreciated. Indeed it would. And until we come back, we want all of you shrimpers and edgers and mummificators to uh, get out there. Ball and just, torturers. All of you. All of you. Just enjoy your life. Be you. Be happy to be who you are. And make sure you come back and see us next week because you can find us on YouTube and on every other social media channel. Just look for us, no two gays about it. Michael, this has been fun. Thank you for taking me on this kinky little trip today. Thank Until you for
0: next indulging time, Michael. me. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. And uh, yeah, if you have any show ideas, feel free to hit us up on any of the platforms. We're more than happy to get your opinions up here and rolling. So thank you for listening.